You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I also want to thank our sponsor, the Brandon Valley Area Chamber of Commerce, for sponsoring uh, this podcast this season. I'm so thankful that the local businesses in Brandon have have expressed their faith and their confidence in us as a as a podcast to to really believe in the mission of building community one conversation at a time. Today we're going to have a great conversation. You're going to get to know Alicia Burning. Alicia, welcome to the Lynx Podcast. Thanks for having me. You're great. Now, is this your first time on a podcast? This is my second, actually. Second time. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Well, you know, I'm 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 feeling better about this. You have some experience because this is new to me. But uh, you look very comfortable in this. Is that is that correct? You're, is you this have your a comfort? calming presence, so you just <laughs> ooze that, and you're reflecting it towards me. Okay, because <laughs> you, you seem you're doing great. You're doing great. How how uh, we we want to kind of get to know you. I want to introduce you uh, and kind of get to know your story. Uh, we met uh, through my wife. Uh, she had one of your cards, and she. She was. She said, "You need to reach out to her." And I was like, "Okay, great." Um, but tell us a little bit for those that maybe don't know you as well. Tell us a little bit about your story, how you came to to live in Brandon, and a little bit about your family and and life uh, life here in Brandon. Well, we moved here in two thousand six. Um, very very bitter cold day in February. No joke. I saw the frost on everyone's license plates as we were driving here. Um, we moved from St. Cloud, Minnesota, and. Basically, we just wanted to start a family in a place where we knew it was going to be safe and just a good place to call home. Um, St. Cloud was not that for us. So um, So you didn't have family or roots here in the Brandon area or South Dakota area? Not in South Dakota, no. Okay. No, not that far away. My husband's family is from Adrian, Minnesota. Okay. So not that far. So they went uh, shopping around basically for apartments, and our first apartment was in Teakwood Apartments in Brandon. And a few months later, we found a house. And um, my husband and I have been married for 12 years. We have two kids, Jessa and Kirby. They're 11 and 7. Uh, so both like fun ages and just different different personalities altogether. Now, so you mentioned Minnesota. I grew up being a Minnesota Twins fan. I actually, no, you you probably don't remember this, but I I grew up listening to the Twins on the radio. And when I got my first packet of baseball cards, there was a guy named Kirby Puck, and I was like, oh wow, Kirby Puck! <laughs> like, is there a connection there? I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, we are definitely Twins fans. Now I know like Twins and Vikings, you know, could have their seen their better days. However, we are just Minnesota fans through and through. And my husband has always wanted either a boy or a girl. In fact, even when we were, when I was pregnant with Jessa, we had come up with the name Kirby and I said, no. <laughs> um, so I kind of fought him on that. But then yes, as soon as we knew we were having a boy, his name was going to be Kirby. Yeah. So you didn't go like Marnie Gilner or something that wasn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love, I love, I mean, just growing up, that was part of the joy of, of being a, so are, are you, you, are you, are you more Minnesota fans or more baseball fans are you guys a sports family or, or how do you not guys not really a sports family okay. my husband just started wa- started watching 
football also just to have something to do on a Sunday. And I do love the background background noise of it. Um, but baseball, yes, I love baseball. My my dad played baseball. My brothers played baseball. Um, okay. Yeah, cool. It's fun to watch. So you you didn't grow up as a hockey family necessarily. No, no. Okay. And you know, our son is just now getting into baseball a little bit, being seven, and so we kind of hope that he you know gets in there and that baseball is his thing. We'll see. Cool. Well, I, I want I want you to kind of you, you've you've found Brandon. Um, talk a little bit about where your journey is, maybe maybe professionally, and you found kind of a, I guess maybe um, a concept that I want to kind of pull apart here. But talk a little bit about your journey professionally and how you got to kind of where you are. And oh gosh, how much time do we have? <laughs> um, I so I own my own business. It's based in Brandon. It's based on organizing and meal pla- meal planning solutions. Um, I started in 2017. Before that, I was in the corporate world, and I just found this desire. I, I just had something tugging on my heart that there was something more I was supposed to be doing. And God obviously had a purpose for me. Um, it was not graceful. <laughs> <laughs> it was more of just a push in the right direction. Yeah, you you mentioned helping people. How how is it that you help people with your business? Because I think that's an interesting model. You're 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 providing, you're you're mm-hmm. earning, but you're also helping people. Talk about how you how you help and support families and mm-hmm. people uh, where they're at. I help families find peace within their home. Um, simplified systems. And I know the word systems, let alone, like, it just sounds awful, right? It just sounds like so much. Um, simple- sounds very corporate and kind of like. Yes, it does. <laughs> yep. Um, but it, it shouldn't have to be like that. It should be really simple. So okay. I create systems with organizing and meal planning solutions. Um, I also have a book that I wrote. It's called Calm the Fork Down. It's the basic steps of how to meal plan. Okay. Calm the fork down. Yes. Are you one of these people that teaches people to to eat with their left hand? Is that your thing? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I was talking with someone. I may or may know somebody that was helping me with with my eating, and they were like, "Hey, just switch hands. Like, you want to eat less? Eat with your non dominant hand." Oh, you're kidding. And that system was like, and so, of course, it's true. Like, you are intentionally transferring, like, from your dominant to your non dominant, and then. You have to think more about the, what you're shoving in your. I'm gonna face. have to try that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> see how well I do. Yeah, I'm not a spokesperson for this. I, I haven't actually <laughs> been using it, but I, I thought it was a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. Um, that was a you know, and, and and that's even like when you talk about systems, like right, that's just a, a system is really a way of, you know, maybe maybe thinking or a way of living intentionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you when you look at just a, something so simple as a pantry, um. If it doesn't have a label on it or it doesn't have any sort of system, your bins are going to be pointless. And that is where the system comes in and you have a label. Everybody in your family knows where to find things, where to put things away. Um, so it just becomes simple. So so when you help somebody, I mean, at what point do you enter it? I mean, do you do like a, a consult or do you come right into their home or how does that look? to help somebody, if, if there's somebody that needs some help with organization, mm-hmm. h- how would you come alongside them? Um, I love meeting in person. 
uh, getting to know their story just a little bit and figuring out what it is that they want out of that space. How do they want to feel? What's going wrong right now? How can we fix it? And then from there, I do like to personalize each space just by the little things that they do share with me. You know, even if it is a silly label just placed in one spot that's meant just for them. Sure. Um, and then from there, from the consult, then I just gather all that information and I figure out everything that's needed for the space and give them an estimate and kind of a visual of items needed. So you, you're, uh, we're going to have your, your, your website and your book. Um, those are going to be connected to this podcast. Um, but is there, like, if somebody's got questions about meal planning or questions about organizing, um, what, what's the best way to get a, get a hold of you? Um, anyway, they can go on my website. They can email me. They can even call myself. My my sticker's all over my car with my number on it. Okay. So yeah. So you're you're out there. So if I'm we out see, there. see the chaos to calm, uh, we'll definitely know to reach out. Okay. Um, well, that's great. Awesome. T- tell me a little bit about Brandon and how, as a family, what are some of the things that now you've moved here? Obviously, you've chosen to stay here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the things that you've come to really appreciate about the community of Brandon being a part of this, um, being a part of our community? I love Brandon. Uh, not only the schools, the schools are fa- fantastic. And I think we have exceptional teachers. Um, the schools, the community, the businesses that have bloomed. Honestly, when we moved here in 2006, there, there wasn't that much, many. And I think I remember I'm huge on population signs. So I th- want to say the population back then was maybe 6,000 something. Um, and now I think it's 11. That's crazy. Um, So the amount of businesses that were not even there at that time, I've just loved watching this community grow, this town grow, and everybody support one another. It's fantastic. That's cool. To see that growth and and the expansion, you know, 2006, I mean, uh, my wife and I have lived in Brandon for six years. So you've you've seen a lot. I mean, you've seen a lot of change, almost doubled in size, the community Mm -hmm. has. So. Uh, you've been there a lot. What What is, you know, coming from, you know, from St. Cloud, coming to Brandon, how do you define community? What is community to you uh, and your family? I think of community like a second family. You know, it's that cheerleader when you need cheering on. It's that support system when you really just need that support. Um, it, it's like the second family. It's just that it's a close-knit family community. That's how I think of it. And I don't think that the bigger city of St. Cloud could have make, made me feel like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's great to have, you know, your 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 business in town. I, I, I know speaking from a someone who has a, a home uh, <laughs> and we eat on a fairly regular basis at our house, um, that those systems, that's just a great thought. I mean, both my wife and I work full time. And so being able to, to think about that, those systems, because we honestly – that's an area where we, you know, I think about our house. What are the things we could do put in place to make our life easier mm-hmm. and simpler? And when I say that, I just see you start smiling. Right? <laughs> that's that's a passion of yours, isn't it? I it mean, is. Yeah. It is. When I just feel like the everyday chaotic life, the on the go, I hear it so many times. And yet I'm not even that busy, but I still feel it from time to time. 
And I just feel like, you know, when it comes time to supper time and all the things during the week, it should be simple. It gives you time, extra time with your family. So if things were easier, it just gives you more time. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to just, cause our, because of our listeners, you know, our listeners are listening in. They, if they've listened this long, they, they obviously are interested in what you're, what you bring. What would be something you would give as a, as a value add to our listeners? Just a tip or something that they could take home with them or write down right now that could help them move on their, on their journey to becoming, to have a more calm space, more peaceful space. Mm. Um, well, maybe something so simple with your mind. We're, we have tons of thoughts up in our head every single day, every moment of the day. And a simple exercise that helps me, I still have to force myself to do it, is a brain dump. Mm-hmm. Uh, write down a, on a piece of paper just everything that comes to mind. And just writing all that down, clearing your mind. And then once you feel like you've unloaded quite a bit on that sheet, then take a look and see what you need to do first. Prioritize it. So, so just really just kind of giving yourself a little space to just kind of let everything mm-hmm. flow out of you. I've, I, I can I can appreciate that because sometimes it's all it is. You're trying to keep it all in balance, and if you don't take time to, that's good. That's a good tip. There you go. That's uh, for those of you that are trying to seek a little peace. There's there's some tips from a from an author. This is your this is your gig. So, um, thank you so much for joining us. And Thanks for uh, having me. Uh, I'm excited to, uh, to to see kind of how you can continue to grow your business and grow your uh, uh, your, your family here here in Brandon. So, thanks, Alicia. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. The purpose of the Love Your Neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time. You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks!